Walking by faith is just saying, look, do what you need to do with what you got. A, a person who's truly in faith is in a state. Welcome everybody to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast. In this conversation, we are talking about how to walk by faith and not by sight because you as a believer, you as a Christian, you have some mountains that you need to move in your life and it's gonna require that you have some faith regardless of what's in front of you, regardless of what you see. And so in, to have this conversation, I have my guy Dave here with me. Hey, again. Appreciate you, brother. I definitely appreciate being here. You know, this is an honor being here, and uh, I'm just getting ready to to pour out a little bit. So, listen, the honor together. The honor is all mine, brother. This is <laughs> this is going to be a really good conversation because you know we all have things that we want to accomplish. We all have mountains out in front of us, and you know it says in the word how we can have faith as small as a mustard seed that we can make mountains move. Mm. And so we might we might we may see that promise in scripture. But a lot of times when we, we still see the mm -hmm. obstacle, we still see the the challenge, the 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 difficulty right in front of us mm -hmm. to where we might not be able to fully access the power that we have just because we're paying too much attention to um, the things that are in front of us. Mm -hmm. So for you, you know, just to kind of kick this off, this conversation off just with a question, just what what is faith to you? Because I think that's a that's a great place to start as we're having this conversation about okay, walking by faith and not yeah. by sight. Like, what is faith? How would you describe faith in a world today where we're dealing with inflation, dealing with all the craziness? Mm. What does faith look like today? I mean, for me personally, faith is um, it's walking. Although you see obstacles and you touched on it a little bit, although you see things in your pathway, although you see obstacles and trials and tribulations, and you looking at the situation around you, keep walking. Yes. That's that's how I feel in terms of faith is keep walking. Although, you know, you don't know where you're at right now, you don't know how close you are to your promise, to your blessing, keep walking because the moment you stop walking, is the moment you stop your purpose. So faith for me really is, regardless of what I see, I'm going to keep going here because I know God wants me to sniff that area. That's so good. That's um, so good. Yeah, because for me, you know, I, I like to base my definition of faith off of how it says in Hebrews that faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the substance of things not seen. Mm. And so it's really just to really piggyback and really enforce what you said it's believing without seeing it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to see it in order to believe it. I don't have to, you know, see breakthrough to know that there is breakthrough on the other side of whatever my actions are. Mm -hmm. And I think the the thing about faith too that is missed, faith is more than just a mindset. Faith is more than just a mantra. It's more than just a a good feeling, mm -hmm. right? There's a difference between being motivated and everything like that, because I'm in faith. You know, you go to church and yes, I'm, I feel encouraged and everything, but I also believe faith is a verb as well. And I think that's the part that a lot of people miss when it comes to walking by faith and mm -hmm. not by sight, because it's the walking, right? Faith is something you got to walk out because you might say to yourself when you encounter troubles, when you encounter trials and situations and stuff, oh, well, I'm in faith that it's going to happen. But if there's no walking, if there's no work, faith without works is dead. dead. And so, you know, when we're when we're talking, and we'll we'll really get into this, but when we're talking about just walking by faith and not by sight, it is on a mindset level, believing without seeing, right? It is on a mindset level, okay, 
I'm hoping for this outcome, and I believe it's going to happen regardless of what it looks like. Mm. But it also, in terms of a of a physical level, on a on a more natural level, there's actual walking that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. There's actual there are action steps that are attached to quote unquote being in faith. Mm. You know. So um, I wanted to just piggyback off of motivation mm-hmm. in faith. Talk about it because motivation. How many times do you hear people say? Um, uh, that person is a part-time motivated person. Part-time motivated person. Somebody motivation can be easily wavered. You know, Ooh, yeah. it, it, it's definitely here and there. Like some people go to church just to get a little pick me up. hundred percent for motivation. 100%. You know, but faith. A, a person who's truly in faith is in a state. Wait a minute. Break that down. <laughs> break that down. Hold up. I don't. I don't think. Break that down. You said people. That are motivated, they're in a feeling, right? Yeah, that, that's, feeling. They're, they're, that's a feeling. Being motivated is a feeling. Being in faith is a state. state. Oh my God, that's what, break that down. Break, explain that. Oh, explain man. that. Uh, you know, so when you're in faith, sorry, because this is coming off the, my head, but when you're in faith, you're rooted in something. You're rooted in the Lord, you're rooted where it's unwavering, where if you are, because you can't say that you're in faith, but then pop out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> then you're not in faith you're just partly motivated <laughs> oh my god but when you're in faith that means that i'm i can't be shook right that no matter what's going on it's like god listen i don't know how you're gonna steer this boat but we're gonna get through this storm right but when you're part-time motivated it's uh oh, I can't wait to get on this boat. We're about to go here, here, here. Then a storm hit. It's like, oh, diving off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're rooted. So, for example, you know, you see Jesus when he was sleeping in the boat. That's being in a state. He was legitimately in a state of faith. 100%. State of faith. You're I'm here. Right. I'm going to be good. I'm, we are going to live. Like, like I don't it don't matter what's going on around. Like we are I am going to be good. It's a, it's being a state of faith. So, when I look at, um, we could look at many people in the word, but David, mm-hmm. when he saw Goliath, the average person, you know, at first you start off motivated, but then you see him. Right. And you're like, oh, absolutely not. I'm not motivated anymore. Just like every other soldier that was over there. Mm-hmm. But it is the state of faith where he's like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Like he's nothing else, right. nothing other than what I've ever faced. You know, that's being in a state of faith where you're unwavered and you're True. deeply rooted and those roots get watered every day. 100%. So they're healthy. <laughs> that's so good. Bro, that's so good. Oh my God. They water it every single day. And I think even to go off of your David illustration, you know, David was able to reach a place of faith because, you know, how the Bible says that with faith as small as a mustard seed, we referenced that, mm-hmm. that your faith shouldn't stay at the size of a, of a mustard seed, that your faith does grow. And so David was able to look at Goliath and say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? And what is the reward for the man that kills yeah. him? Because David was in the pasture killing bears, lions, and everything with his slingshot and with his bare hands. Mm, mm, but it's mm. only because he was only able to handle Goliath. And again, this gets preached about a whole lot and people shout and jump, but like people really got to understand the significance mm-hmm. of the building of faith. This is a whole faith building process, really, if we look at it that way. Mm. 
that they David, skip over. Because David was willing to be obedient, because I think that's really important when we're talking about faith, right? Just being obedient to watch the sheep, right? To be the shepherd over that flock, to, to protect that flock. Right. So that way, when the predators came to attack the sheep, like we said, lions, bears, all of that, right? And David would kill those, those animals. Mm-hmm. And now, what he did not know was he was being prepared to launch into a whole nother dimension oh my God. just by doing what he was supposed to do, what he was commanded to do, which is protect the sheep and protect the flock. But that was preparing his faith so that way when, because I'm certain there was, I'm certain, I'm, I'm willing to bet that the first lion, the first bear, whatever it is that came towards that sheep, that flock, whatever, David was like, oh my God. <laughs> Right, he's a teenager. Like, right, I'm cer- I'm certain of it. Like I, I don't care what nobody says. I'm certain to some degree there was a level of shock value when David encountered that first bear. Mm. But there's a building of faith when he uses the slingshot and kills the bear. Now all of a sudden, wait a minute, I killed the bear. Right now, oh, these t- now 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 time now time passes. Now the lion comes. Whoa, that's a lion, but I did kill the bear. Bang! Wait, I killed the lion and a bear. Oh, oh I'm I'm bad. Yo. Right, but and and you build it, you build it. And then ultimately, he gets the call. Hey, bring lunch to your brothers. And then all of a sudden, it, because God is in alignment, oh, in man. obedience to what God's telling him to do. Now, when he sees Goliath, it's like, wait a minute, I've killed lions, I've killed bears. Who are you? Yo, <laughs> yo, so much in faith that he looks past Goliath and said, "What's the reward?" Yeah, talk about. Oh my God! Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. Oh yo. man. That, <laughs> Yes. What's, what's the reward? Like For a bounty hunter. Yes. Like what's what, what's he cost? Because right. I, I can I can I can do that. That's not yeah, the problem. He's let work. I, got I just him. need to know is it worth it? And oh it's crazy God. because as God has been preparing him in the shepherd's field, as he is in the in the word says, as he walked down, Goliath stood up. Do you know what you want to accomplish in the new year, whether it be personally or professionally? If you're trying to figure it out, I'm encouraging you to get your ticket to the Dreamer Symposium. This is going to be your space to get really clear on what you want to do, where you are, and you're going to leave with a practical success strategy. And there's going to be an accountability system for the entire year to make sure that you complete it so that way you elevate your life. All you have to do to get your ticket is go to dreamersymposium.com right now so you can register. I want you to be there because I want you to level up. I want you to go to the next level in your life. I want you to level up in your finances, level up in your personal life, level up in your professional life, level up your overall level of being. And you have to go to the Dreamer Symposium to do that. So go to dreamersymposium.com, get your ticket. Now let's get back to the episode. When David first even saw Goliath, he saw him from afar. So he didn't even see the fullness of his mountain, so to speak. Mm-hmm. He didn't even see the fullness of the challenge. It wasn't until he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He tried on Saul's armor, didn't fit. Then he went and got his five smooth stones. He went onto the battlefield. That's when he actually saw the size of mm-hmm. Goliath and still was in faith to say, you know what? I don't care what I see. I'm going to take you out. Let me get this slingshot. Mm-hmm. But it's because he went through that faith building process. And I think so often we try to be at with our faith. We try to be at, you know, level 20 mm-hmm. with our faith when it's like, God's like, no, start with this mustard seed. Start at level one. Start at level one. And, and, and the thing is, right, when God calls us into greatness, when God calls us into greatness, he always is going to make sure he prepares us. Mm. 
in the same way David was prepared for Goliath, he's always going to prepare us. So it's like, we really need to make sure that walking by faith mm. and not by sight really has to do with, God, what is the small thing that you want me to do right mm. now? What are the, what's the thing that you are calling me to do in this current season that might seem insignificant mm. by sight, but it's really preparing me for my defining moment that you have already set for me in the future. Boy, I'm about to oh, preach yeah, and have a... I, what? I, yo, I, I think that as you were speaking, you were pulling the words. I don't, uh, I don't, oh my God. I like, oh, yo, hold on, hold on. Because I was just about to start going into, you need by faith to take advantage of those lowly situations that seem lowly, those lowly situations that seem meaningless, you need to take advantage of those seasons, as you said, because that is a, a refining moment, refining your tools. That's, yeah. a, that's an opportunity for you to figure out what is in me. Not that I know what it is now, but what is in me? What am I about to face? If I'm fighting lions and tigers and bears, oh my, <laughs> what am I about to face? Right. I'm, be real. He was a teenager and wasn't really a king until he was like 28, 30. Facts. I'm already fighting lions and tigers or bears. What comes next? Right. And not just fighting, winning. Oh, winning. Oh, winning. he's undefeated. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's important too, because I think like that stuff matters. You just say, okay, it's one thing to face it. Like, no, no, no. Winning. Because, and then even to add is that uh, what he's so in the scripture, how it says, you know, you will be given those who are given little. And can be trusted with little, little be will trusted be trusted with, much. trusted with much. Yes. If you can protect these sheep, mm -hmm. when I make you a king, yes, I can trust that you will protect the kingdom. That's so good. So, because as he's fighting off these lions and, and bears, and then you go and stand before Israel, stand before God and defend him, for, mm -hmm. defend Israel. Then he goes on and kills thousands of people later on, not knowing that as a child, you were already being prepared for that. Right. Having no idea. Having no idea because he was the son that was kind of casted away mm -hmm. and everything. And I think another biblical illustration of this, and I'll kind of tell my experience with this, it's when in, um, Jesus was telling the story of the talents. One man, one servant got 10 talents, mm -hmm. another servant got five, another servant got one. And so it's like, Walking by faith is just saying, look, do what you need to do with what you got. You don't need to pay attention to what anybody else has. You don't need to pay attention to what, what it looks like. You know, you got your one talent. Focus do what you're supposed to do with mm -hmm. that one, right? Mm -hmm. The master said, I think he said, multiply it, right? Yeah. Do something with this. Do something. And so the servant who had the one decided to bury it, which was not smart. When in reality, he was supposed to turn his one into two. Bring back a hundredfold return, right? Mm -hmm. And so often we, as people, we pay so much attention to the talents that other people got, mm. the talents that other people got, the opportunities that other people got. And God is like, who, why are you so distracted? Mm, mm, why don't mm. you just focus in on what focus I've on given you? Why don't you focus in on the small beginnings that I've given you? Mm. Don't despise the small beginnings because your small beginnings are preparing you. And that's what we've been talking about where it's like, Making sure that you know you're paying attention to the details. Mm. Like walking by faith is paying attention to the details. Mm. So you know that's so good because when you look at what other people have, 
you don't know what they started with. Yeah. So if if you're looking at like, for example, I play football, right? But nobody in my family is from NFL level, Mm -hmm. right? So this is foundational work, right? But if I look to the left or I look to the right, which I shouldn't be, you might see people who are in NFL, but it's like, yeah, but they had, you know, three generations worth of NFL guys. So right. you don't have to compare to them. They started somewhere else. But I'm trying to do something new in you, yeah. through oh, you. I love that you brought that up too. Because there's really a difference in like basically looking at what somebody else is looking at what somebody else has, recognizing it and just leaving it there mm-hmm. versus like comparing yourself. Cause I experienced that with my basketball career where it's like, you know, again, there were guys that whose uncle was such and such from the NBA that had this connection, that connection. And it's like, cool. But I knew, to your point, similar situation where it's like, no, I'm laying groundwork. Like, I don't have the background where my father, granddad, uncle over there played in the league. Like, it was like, no, I'm laying the foundational work. And so I'm just going to do the work. I'm just going to pay attention to the details of my game. And one of the things, too, like, with my basketball career, because now that I'm not playing anymore, I look back and I realize as frustrating as my basketball career had gotten at times, mm-hmm. all of it has prepared me for what I'm walking into today. Mm. When I think about the the grind, the grit, the willingness, the toughness that I developed, just the mentality to, to dominate and compete, um, when I think about that process for me, and now that like I'm in a space where you know, in entrepreneurship, that's basically what it is. It's in a totally different form. Mm. It's not necessarily always in the weight room. It's not always on the court, but it's no, like this is literally like eat what you kill. Mm. So who's going to do the work? And that's a world I'm like, I'm, this is second nature to me. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Holy spirit. All right. So, cause you, you just put out a whole bunch of, whole bunch of gems. So right before I met with you, mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to my wife and I remember there's a time where I was seeking the Lord and I just gave him complete silence and I said, Lord, come and speak to me. Speak to me. I won't even speak. I won't even breathe. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up? No, listen. like, speak to me. Give me the prayers. Yeah. And the only thing that I could hear the Holy Spirit telling me is the rock. The rock. The rock. Dwayne Johnson. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch into that. And I got a little bit of foreshadow from years ago. Where my brother told me, shout out Wayne, my brother told me, if you put the work that you put into football, into business, you'd be a millionaire with no hesitation because of your work ethic. But that comes from where he has you. And I'm going to go into The Rock a little bit because nothing that you felt you've done or you felt didn't come to pass as you expected will go to waste. Man, that's so good. The Lord sets the end from the beginning, so he knew what was going to happen with it. But the only time it would go to waste is if you chose not to use that gift. Yes. But once you've determined that by faith, that's what we're talking about. By faith. Once you've determined by faith, I'm walking in it, Lord. He's like, Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. I like what you're doing, but we're going to take a little detour, which is a detour to you, not to him. Right. We're going to take a little detour, but everything that you've done there, oh, that's coming with us. Right. That applies. That applies. I needed you to go through those seasons so that we can use it in the season ahead. The Rock, 
right? The Rock was uh, an athlete. Mm-hmm. He played football. He played at the University of Miami. Miami. Yep. And he had aspirations going to the NFL. Did it work out? Not necessarily. Um, and then he ends up going to CFL, get cut a couple times, go to the WWE. Mm-hmm. Without him taking that football experience, who's to say that the success and how driven he is in rest, how he was in wrestling and how he is in, in entertainment? And yeah, 100%. Who's to say that drive isn't sustained by what was planted in him from the beginning? Yes. And not only is that, the Lord even likes to show off a little bit. He said, oh, yeah, no, no, I didn't forget about football. You're going to actually, instead of play, you're going to own, own the whole league. A league. That's, man, that's, but that's, but that's a, such a great point because it really does stress the importance of just paying attention to the details and paying attention to what you have now Mm. if you're looking for accountability you need to check out the dream society for 20 dollars a month you can join a community that will give you the support that you need and the accountability that you need to hit your goals every single week and for 20 dollars a month it is the best investment that you will ever make in yourself so i want you to go to dreamsociety.info right now to join and let's get back to the episode right like just really do not despise your small beginnings like cool you can look at what other people have. You can recognize it, but you don't need to compare yourself. Like when you're looking at somebody else's stuff, anybody else's thing, their path, to your point, you're not going to know what they started with. Mm. You don't know that they they got their millionaire status, but they started with $7 if, you, if you're thinking about The Rock, right? Yeah. Like you, you would need to know that like you don't know that just by looking at the success. But also at the same time, to another point in this that I think is really important when we're talking about walking by faith and not by sight is also still being aware of what's in front of you because there's a fine line, Dave, there's a fine, fine line that I'm fine with people. There's a difference between being optimistic and being in faith. Okay. And and let me break it down. Mm. Being optimistic just means it's kind of like a fa-la-la type of mentality, right? Kind of like, oh no, like everything's going to be great. We're all going to be happy. But it's like, no, that's not faith. Being, Being in faith means I can look at the mountain. I can recognize that is a mountain. I can say, (laughs) that's a mountain in front of me. I can say, that mountain makes me frustrated. I can say all these things. (laughs) But despite all of that, I'm still going to walk this thing out. Mm. I'm going to respond how I need to respond. I'm going to still, you know, take stock in my small things. Lord, I'm going to just do what, bring what I got Mm. to the table Mm. in front of this mountain and still say, be moved and cast into the sea. Mm. Ooh, hold on. So that's so good. Faith and optimistic, one is intentional. Faith is intentional. Yes. Faith is intentional that, like you said, I can identify it. I know how big it is. I know how unrealistic it may seem. Mm-hmm. But I still have every intention of going through this. Right. This is going to happen. casting that into the sea. This is going to happen. That's intention. Yeah. yeah. Being optimistic is like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Let's I, mean, look, I guess I mean, we'll see. Is is that the mountain? I don't know. Like, I mean, it'll be fine. Like, we'll be fine. <laughs> I don't need to make a plan or anything. Like, yeah, it'll, it'll just work out. Yeah, but when you know, faith is like, I know. Yes, when you know that you know when that you know. If you, you if you was in church long enough, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. When you know that you know that you know, like I can declare. Yes, I can declare that this will come to pass. Yeah. 
And although we don't know how it will come to pass, it will. Yeah. And that's and that is where you're able to unleash the power that is within you. That is how you use faith. Mm. That's where you're able to say, God, I'm storing up my faith by being in your word, by daily getting those instructions, you know, uh firming up my foundation, right? But when you're able to look at your situation and still say, you know what, this is gonna work. I know it seems unlikely, mm. this is gonna happen. Mm. And that's when you're able to really release mm. that faith and things start to really move and shake. So I just spoke to someone at the King's Council and I told them that I stopped resisting. Mm. Because with faith, you have to let go. Yes. Let go. Because if you don't let go, you don't make room right. for God to do a new thing. You don't allow him to steer the boat because you feel like your hands need to be on the wheel. You need to be able to surrender with faith. And people think, oh, I got to be headstrong because, you know, by faith, I know that this right here is going to happen. It's like, no, 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 no. It doesn't necessarily mean that your idea is going to happen, but he is going to fulfill the desires of your heart. And you may not even know what that fully is yet. That's right. So it's letting go and allowing him to steer the boat and not resist. I had to recently realize that, yo, listen, God, whatever you got, Mm-hmm. I'm with it. Yeah, I'm not resisting anymore. I'm not gonna feel like no, no, no. Let me go straight. And God's like, well, let's just veer off. Uh-uh. No, right. I'm, I'm, I know that you said that this is gonna happen. I know that you said this is gonna happen. And He's like, let go. Yeah, and I think two two points to what you, to what you're saying. You know, in, on a practical action step level, is doing what you talked about earlier. Just put yourself in a space where you're sitting in your car on your bedside. Just shut up. Shut up. Just shut up and just let 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 God speak. Right? Like, that's number one. Like, really just saying, like, God, I'm not even going to say anything. Like, I need you to speak to me. Mm -hmm. Right? And even if the first time, you might not hear a thing, but just a lot, just open your mind, open up your ears to hear whatever it is that might come. Well, the thing, the thing that even uh, providing an open space is it's posturing yourself. Yes. Right? It's posturing yourself. You're like, Lord, like, even if you don't speak to me, I, I allotted this time to hear from you. And nothing is going to go on in this time. Mm-hmm. And it allows God, even if he doesn't speak, he's smiling. He's like, you getting it. Yes. Because there's a, there's a pace. There's a pace that people miss when it comes to being successful. There's a, there's a pace to it. Like a lot of times, you know, we want to be, ex- we want to accelerate mm-hmm. to the goal quick. Right, God's given us the vision of the really big business. He's given us the vision of the really big platform. He's given us the vision of a whole family. He's given us a vision of a healthy family. All these different things, right? And so we're like, all right, God, like tomorrow, it'll happen tomorrow. <laughs> but we miss the fact that there is process involved. There's like God is absolutely a suddenly God. Like God is absolutely God that can make stuff happen. But any single time that He used anyone in the Bible, and the same remains true today. There was a process attached to it. There was a maturing process that had to happen. And the same is true with us, right? You would not be where you are in business if you did not have the experience that you have with football, mm. right? Those same skills. I wouldn't be nearly the entrepreneur that I am if I did not have the experience I had with mm-hmm. basketball. In the same way we brought up The Rock. The Rock wouldn't be where he mm-hmm. is if he didn't have that experience at Miami trying to go to the NFL, getting cut, and then getting cut from the CFL, injuries and everything like mm. that, to where now he owns the XFL and is a billionaire. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a process. Mm. There's a pace. 
mm. to success. And, and, and it's that letting go piece that you talked about, right? It's just saying, God, listen, you've given me the vision. You order my steps. I trust you mm. enough to be in faith. Look, you got and, this. And I'm just so glad that you brought up that process and how we have the mindset where it's like, boom, all right, cool. So you said that I'm going to have you know, a, a multi-million dollar business. Boom. All right. So that means it's going to happen next week. Right. And, and we face that on a regular and that's, and that's okay. But you have to be able to hop back on the horse and realize who's in control. David was anointed king. Yes. As a teenager, but wasn't king until like 12 years later. Yes. And had to go through a crazy process. Crazy process. A crazy process. Yeah, the king who was succeeding him was trying to kill him. Twice. Yeah. Man, listen. Man, listen. There's a process involved with this thing. No. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. And I just, you know, my best advice to anybody who is trying to grow in faith is, like we said, first things first, you need to surrender yourself. You need to allow him to come in and man your ship. That's so good. You need to open up your heart and say, Lord, listen, I don't want to waste these gifts and they mean so so near and dear to me. But even these gifts I'm willing to give to you if that's what it takes. That's so good. Use these gifts. Although I thought it was being used for one reason, use it for whatever you see fit for your kingdom. And not only just use them, but reveal it to me so that I know I'm in alignment. I want to be in alignment with you, and I ask that you align my heart with that as well so that I'm using these gifts with a passion, with a purpose that you have for my life. Man, that's so good. And I think that's I think those are really three great action steps for when, like you said, someone that wants to build their faith is number one, just surrendering yourself. Surrender your gifts, surrender your talents, surrender your dreams. Like I pray that almost like every day. Like, Lord, I lay down all of my dreams, all of my aspirations. I lay them down at your feet. I mm-hmm. submit them to you. Make sure I'm still, I want to make sure my heart is right with you. Number two, it's taking stock of the small things. Taking stock of, Lord, where do you have me now? What do I have in my hand right now? Mm-hmm. Not paying attention to what other people got, not paying attention to what I used to have or what I should have or anything like that. God, what's in my hand today? Mm. So that way I can properly steward what you've given me. And then thirdly, it's really understanding that there's a pace. Understanding that this thing, this walking by faith, there's an intention, right? We talked about that. But also that there is process. Mm-hmm. There's process involved in this. Like, yes, your thing that you may be in faith for may happen tomorrow. But it could also happen in five years, could happen in 10 years, could happen in 50 years. You don't know. Mm. And so it's really just about posturing your heart. And that's where the surrendering yourself comes in that it really allows you to just say, God, I'm just take stock of what I have. Mm. And I understand that there's a process and I'm willing to go through that process because I know that what you have for me on the other side, once this mountain is moved, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth 100%. it. 100%. Man, it's worth it. Amen. That's good. That's good. Amen. Well, look, I hope that you guys got value <laughs> out of this conversation because we certainly had a blast having mm. it. Um, Amen. Man. Amen. So good. I just got filled up just now. I'm, yeah. ready, to, I'm ready to go ahead and pour some seeds out. I, I know that's myself. right. <laughs> I know that's right. I'm ready to get to work. But this is listen, um, definitely take something from this episode that you really apply. Don't just allow this to be a podcast that you just listen to and that's it. Really take a nugget. Figure out one action step that you can take as a result of, of listening to this episode. And of course, the Dreamer Symposium is coming up December 16th. It's going to be your place to turn ambition into action for 2024 success. I look forward to seeing you there. It's in the D.C. area. Um, if you want to get your ticket just go look in the description below the link is there to sign up and always remember your dream is possible if you're willing to work for it as you prepare for next week's episode go check out last week's episode we'll see you guys next week god bless you